0: This podcast is brought to you by Emix Group and NetApp, in collaboration with DH Tech and produced by GovExec Studio 2G. DH Tech is an award-winning recognized industry leader that works across the federal sector to implement the solutions agencies need to solve today's most complex IT challenges, while also bolstering their infrastructures to confidently prepare them for the future. To learn more about how DH Tech can help your agency leverage the right technology to meet your mission needs, visit dhtech.com.
1: Every day, the Defense Department is bombarded with cyber attacks to the tune of 10 million in just one day. And it's not just hackers working on behalf of nation states who pose a threat to the department's highly confidential information. It's cyber crooks trying to steal intellectual property, sabotage commercial activity and threaten supply chains. Luckily, DoD has a multifaceted approach to safeguarding its information and data. Internally, leaders have adopted solutions like comply to connect It's a framework designed to up cybersecurity efficiency across all DoD's operational environments. But DoD is also extending these rigorous standards to outside organizations. For instance, DOD has implemented cybersecurity maturity model certification compliance requirements. These cyber protection standards for companies in the defense industrial base help ensure industry partners have the security protocols necessary to handle information critical to U.S. safety. I'm your host, Camille Tootie, and here to talk about all of this is Devin Henderson, founder and CEO of DH Tech. The company provides emerging technologies to government and commercial entities. Devin himself is a veteran in the space. He's been part of the technical services and solutions field for over 15 years. We'll be talking about the benefits of DoD taking cybersecurity measures to the next level with C2C and CMMC, key challenges with implementation, how agencies and contractors can implement CMMC effectively, and how these frameworks will impact their mission today and tomorrow. Thanks, Devin, for being here today.
0: Great to be here.
1: Let's start with some background. Can you give some insight into how and why the DoD implemented C2C and CMMC?
0: The big thing with C2C and CMMC really comes down to making sure that The DoD industry partners and basically all the contractors are meeting some secure level of posture that's matching the DoD. Because at the end of the day, if their contractors that are doing a lot of the work have vulnerabilities within their networks, then the DoD is just as vulnerable.
1: And what are the benefits of these security models for both DoD and industry?
0: Well, it sets a common framework and ground for all of the contractors to meet the same level of compliance because there are lots of different frameworks, but across all the DOD, it sets a common framework for Air Force, Navy, Marine Corps, and so on, so that all the contractors are meeting the same requirements.
1: What happens if these requirements change?
0: I think if the requirements change and they update some of the models, I think that we're comfortable with those kind of things happen. We can adapt to them. We can make changes in our security policies, update documentation. I mean, in the end, we're really dedicated to this. So I don't foresee that really being a problem. What I do like is the DOD has released these things with industry feedback. And I think that's why we saw some of the revisions that came out on what was possible and how to hold... The industry accountable.
1: Being in the vendor community, how can vendors work to reach CMMC compliance effectively? And what are the challenges there?
0: There are quite a few challenges. I myself was part of the committee for DH Technologies that went through to implement CMMC. And I will tell you right now, when we first looked at it, we we're like, oh, this looks really easy. And so we got a little bit deeper into it and a little bit deeper into it. And for a small business, it's pretty costly. What people don't realize is you have to have a multi-factor solution. You have to manage all of your devices. We're an Apple shop. That's what we use for all of our day-to-day operations. And so that comes with its own unique challenges that we have to manage and maintain all of our Apple devices so like the, the list gets pretty lengthy of all those things. and I think the first step to really looking at the CMMC model is evaluate through all those things and kind of come up with a list. And what we did that was very helpful is try to simplify the least amount of products that we had to implement to meet all of the CMMC compliance. So we didn't want to have 16 different product solutions because it gets more and more expensive. So... That was the first thing that we did. And then we just boiled it down into milestones for implementation. Some of these things we already had implemented. We just had to turn on some more security policies.
1: What should agencies know about CMMC certified vendors?
0: Well, I think the biggest thing is, is that CMMC certified vendors really play an important part in the supply chain but also it shows the level of commitment for doing business with the Department of Defense. Because having gone through the rigorous requirements to meet CMMC compliance, which also backs into the NIST compliance, it really shows that you understand it, you're taking it serious. And if you have some kind of vulnerability or some kind of breach that you understand your reporting requirements, I would say it makes a significant impact And that the DOD should take it very serious making sure they're choosing vendors that meet the CMMC level that matches the program that they're putting out for vendors to bid on.
1: Are there any other considerations they should have, agencies that are looking for these certified vendors? Do you have like top three that you could maybe share?
0: There's been a lot of hacks and breaches lately. The top things that stand out to me personally are, You got to understand it's more than them just breaching and hacking and stealing your data. It could be a ransomware. And you got to understand that if it takes out a defense contractor that is doing a mission essential project for the Department of Defense, that if they cannot do their normal operations, it could be something simple as billing, it's Mm -hmm. going to have an impact on the DoD customer themselves. The other thing is also sensitive information. The thing with CMMC really outlines what controlled, unclassified information is. And it makes sure that the defense contractors understand how they're going to handle safekeeping of it. So it's not just wherever, especially in the day with the cloud. It means that I know where this cloud data is, at least from a sovereignty standpoint, so that I don't have to worry about some of my for official use information being in some cloud in some other foreign country with who knows has access to it.
1: And when we talk about cybersecurity and DOD, Generally, are there any misconceptions that you keep coming up against or hearing that you would like to set straight?
0: I think the entire industry needs to kind of wrap their heads around the changes that happened recently with CMMC because it went from having five levels down to three And in many ways, it kind of aligns better to the NIST framework. So if you're doing work with civilian agencies versus DOD agencies, it's more of a common framework. So I think the biggest misconception, though, is understanding the difference between self-reporting, self-compliance, and auditing. Making sure you understand what that is, and what that means with CMMC levels is probably the most important thing, I would say.
1: If you were to give that one call of action to... DoD IT leaders, what would that be when it comes to cybersecurity and increasing their cybersecurity posture?
0: I think the biggest thing is, is to make sure they hold the industry accountable. I think the thing that concerns me the most is that, is the DoD really going to require it? Because if they don't, it really doesn't put all the defense contractors on a level playing field. That's the biggest concern that I have, because if you put a significant investment into doing this, then they need to take it serious so that more of the industry becomes compliant and certified. So I think that's my biggest concern is just making sure that they take it serious, make sure they start forecasting some of these programs and upcoming contracts that come out that are going to have CMMC requirements in them. And then it also applies to subcontractors. Because the concern that I have is, is let's say there's 20 or 100 defense contractors out there that put in the effort for CMMC, but the DOD doesn't take it as serious. I think they're going to reevaluate the level of effort it takes to maintain it.
1: What is the timeline for doing something like that?
0: Internally for us, when we looked at the CMMC timeline, it did take a lot longer to do than I thought it did. For example, we had to migrate all of our email and cloud services from the commercial cloud into the GovCloud versions. And you actually have to get certified or vouched for, so to speak, from the vendor themselves to understand that you have a requirement for government contracting that meets the CMMC requirement. So... There's a number of steps that need to happen. This is not something you could just do in a 30-day window because it does impact all of your internal IT infrastructure. So it's something that needs to be taken in serious. The other thing is, is identifying what you're going to consider in scope for your CMMC compliance. I mean, these are business decisions at the end of the day, but I will tell you internally, we have an office of about 40 people and it still took us about a year to really implement And that was a good amount of work. It's still a decent burden for a small business. The reason why we were able to do this so quickly is because we had to go through secure supply chain requirements for the Air Force 2GIT contract. I mean, they even want us to send pictures of, do you have all your doors covered with cameras so that no one can leave your office without knowing who it was? and Did they take something out of your office? So it's pretty invasive.
1: That's all the time we have today. Devin, thank you so much for being here today and really talking through the process and explaining why this is so important.
0: Thank you. I appreciate you inviting me.
1: And thanks to everyone who listened to this podcast. This episode is sponsored by iMix Group and NetApp and created in collaboration with DH Tech. For more information about how DH Tech can help your agency optimize its cybersecurity initiatives, visit dhtech.com.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the State of Federal Cloud podcast series. Brought to you by Imix Group and NetApp. To learn more about how DH Tech can help your agency leverage the right technology to meet your mission needs, visit dhtech.com.